Hello and welcome to Build Back Better, a series of online conversations from For the Region about the future of South West Wales. Hello everyone and welcome to Build Back Better, a series of conversations about the future of South West Wales and what we're doing at For the Region to try and make change happen with collaborators and partners and projects right across the region. Today I'm delighted to be co-hosting our conversation with Zoe Antrobus, who's Managing Director of For the Region. The two of us are on a real mission to collaborate and make change happen across Swansea, Neath Talbot, Carmarthenshire and Pembrokeshire. Good afternoon, Zoe. Thanks for joining. How are you getting on? Yes, good. Thank you very much, Dawn. Yeah, I've been busy lately. I'm very excited to have dropped my daughter off back at school today. First day back and I had my first outdoor meeting, a real meeting with Dougie from Swansea Birds. It was fantastic to actually get out of the walls of the house and have a real coffee in a real place. It was really, really exciting. Probably a little bit too excited because the nature of Dougie's business, he's been in the city centre for a long time, but it's been quite funny. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see things opening up and that's coming with all its challenges. And yeah, the schools going back is going to be a really big one for a lot of us. And yeah, you've been keeping busy and talking to members, signing up new members. What's the last couple of months been like for you? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I guess we were all like a little bit worried and didn't know what to expect. But actually, technology has really managed to make the region a lot smaller for us. Instead of us spending lots of time on the road to get travelling between Pembroke, Carmarthen, Swansea and Neath Talbot, we've been actually been able to pull networks of people together through Zoom conversations and it's meant that we've lowered our carbon footprint and we've been able to reach different communities and stuff right across the region. It's been a weird time for us. We weren't sure what was going to happen with different organisations, our existing members, and obviously there's a number of those in the hospitality industry that have really struggled and we've really felt for them. But there's also been a need for some of the bigger organisations to need to use an organisation like us to reach out to communities and to different organisations. And so we've excitedly, during lockdown, picked up CBLA as a partner of ours, Natural Resources Wales, as well as some new business associates as well. So it hasn't been too bad. We've managed to keep going. It's all quite positive, actually. And I can see that this Zoom and this sort of technology has really helped with that. Yeah, I think it's been great to actually be able to have regional conversations via Zoom and reduce all the travelling and actually we're busier than we've ever been aren't we we're trying to coordinate everything that's happening but one of those things that's really exciting this month is that we've finally been able to launch our new community rail partnership so many of you listening will be aware that for the region has recently become the hosts of a new organization whose purpose is to leverage the benefit of the railway across our region so a community rail partnership is all about empowering local communities to see how the rail connectivity that already exists in South West Wales can be leveraged to greater benefit to promote well-being in local communities. And we've called the new community rail partnership South West Wales Connected because that's what it's all about. It's about connecting people, connecting communities and connecting all the great stuff that's happening across our region 
promoting that from a tourism point of view, promoting active travel and sustainable transport, and promoting the communities that are unique and different right across our region and helping them to make change happen locally. So I'm delighted to introduce Jennifer Barfoot, who is the new Community Rail Officer for South West Wales. Jen lives near Tenby in Pembrokeshire. Hi Jen, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a strange time to be starting a new job and launching a new organisation. What have you been up to? Hello, really nice to join you. Thank you for inviting me here this afternoon. It has been a strange time to start a new job, but actually I was in a conversation this morning with many other new community rail officers and there was actually about 12 of us, all of which have started either at the start of lockdown, so sort of April time, right through up until somebody started this week. So I'm not unique, which is good to know that there is still recruitment and the community rail family is still out there and growing. So I think really in the first few months, weeks, it was really about me quietly announcing our arrival, just letting locally people know that the community rail partnership had been formed, managing those expectations that obviously during a time of lockdown, nothing amazing was going to happen. So quietly just making those connections and of which I have made so many that I've just put aside for now knowing that I will return to these connections and pick up with those people as the partnership grows and as the community rail partnership um, grows in strength. As you've alluded to there Jen, our community rail partnership is one of many across Wales and it's supported by Transport for Wales and part of their initiative to involve communities in their railways. And the purpose of the organisation is, as you say, to make those connections with everybody who's interested in tourism promotion, sustainable travel and what's happening in local communities. So tell us about some of the groups and organisations that you're hoping to work with over the next few okay. months and years. As you've said just now, the communities across South West Wales as a region are unique and they have much to offer. But really, by taking a regional approach, we're building on those strengths that they each have. So we're pulling together those strengths and we're making each of those communities stronger. We can share good practices right across those communities uh, and we can promote initiatives that maybe would have been more localised. We can promote them across the region. So I've been engaging with, on a local level, local town councils, engaging with community groups. So I've been engaging with the third sector, letting them know that we're here. Last week I went out and met some of the station adopters. Station adopters are vitally important to all of our stations. Uh, they do a great job. So it was really important for me to meet them in person and start to build a good relationship with them. Obviously, they've got contacts in Transport for Wales, but I think really it's important for people to have a local contact, not somebody just based in, in Cardiff, maybe, or Pontypridd, where Transport for Wales will end up being, but a local contact, somebody that they could say, I'm going to be at this station on a particular day. Have you got half an hour? And, and then I could go and meet them and have a little chat and just generally help out in that way. So that's how I see the role developing in one way. I mean, it's going to develop in so many ways. 
Yeah, I think there's loads of ideas that we want to develop through the Community Rail Partnership. And we've been meeting with a whole steering group of different organisations and people through the summer via Zoom to really kind of crowdsource the strategy for our organisation. And one of the things that's come through strongly in that, and I think where we'll be able to make a, a big impact, is in placemaking around some of our stations. You've been out visiting train stations across the region and the arrival experience is not always what you might hope for, is it? Some of those stations are very remote and rural and there's very little impression of the place when you get off the train. You know, what is distinctive about where you've arrived? So I know that Milford Haven is perhaps where we're focusing a lot of our energy at the moment. Tell us a bit about what's emerging in Milford Haven and what the Community Rail Partnership has been trying to do there. There's a great deal of energy in Milford Haven at the moment. Milford Haven Port Authority are making their own investment, but as you say, the arrival experience at the station is not great. And I've been to Milford several times over the last few weeks. Each time I notice something different. There's plenty of scope, shall we? say for improvement in Milford Haven but there is equal amounts of enthusiasm to improve the station and the surrounding area so we've had conversations with Milford Town Board I'm in contact with Milford Town Council we've got many individuals and obviously the Port Authority is interested too. So there's definitely scope here. Improvements that we would like to make visually. So we improve the arrival experience, flower beds, planters, so enhanced as you immediately arrive. So it looks a bit loved. It's not really got that feeling of love at the moment around the station. Signage, because you wouldn't really know onwards where the town was, where there was connection for onward transport. None of that is freely available at the station at the moment. So these are areas that we are looking to improve. So we've been chatting with Milford Haven Travel because they have an agency at the station and hoping to work with them moving forward to improve that building and make those improvements as well. So that will enhance the visitor experience, the arrival experience, and all of that will feed into a better overall picture. So when the time is right and the hotel is ready and the conference centre is there, the station will be at a standard to match those sort of expectations. I know Pembrokeshire County Council are working on a new station, but I think we just need to be realistic that that isn't going to be happening in the next year or so. So it's just about managing people's expectations so they know there are changes afoot. Some will be immediate, but some we just have to be realistic about and know that we have to be patient and those improvements will come, but they will be worth waiting for. Yeah, those are the big improvements that public money will pay for, Absolutely. big transport infrastructure improvements, but they take years to happen. And in the meantime, what tends to happen is communities are kind of languishing waiting for those big structural investments when actually there are all sorts of small interventions that local people and organisations could make that would make a massive difference in the short term. And it's, as you say, about it feeling like it's a place that's loved and a place where there's lots going on. And in doing that, supporting all the local businesses, which is why it's great in Milford Haven to be working with the town board, which is effectively a board of all the traders and businesses in the town centre, because it's 
local people, local businesses and local organisations that understand the challenges and the weaknesses of what they have now and also know what's needed to make it better. But I think what we're finding is that the power of bringing all those local stakeholders into one conversation is firstly really powerful, but then secondly, connecting that group with the decision makers and the landowners. So you might think, oh, we could improve Milford Haven train station by changing the signage, planting more stuff, upgrading the buildings. There's this patch of wasteland. Who owns that? Well, probably Network Rail own it and Transport for Wales have a lease on part of that land. And in between Welsh Government, the local authority, Transport for Wales, Network Rail and other stakeholders in the region it's quite hard sometimes isn't it to identify who's the decision maker and how do we get everybody around one table to make change happen and i think that's where we've come in and and organized and hosted these vision meetings just to bring those parties together so that they can talk more directly with each other and make contact with people that maybe they didn't know or weren't aware of were interested in the station so i think but yeah it's great there's there is going to be great things happening across the region and Milford is just one of those places so we're starting a similar process in Haverford West Zoe you've been talking to a couple of partners in Haverford West and again there's a real appetite to have a conversation about where the train station is and how to improve the experience of that town as well yeah absolutely actually it was First mentioned by Gitty from Haverhub, who's part of our steering group for the Community Rail Partnership, about she'd come to the Milford Haven vision meeting and thought, oh, couldn't we do one for these? We met Wyndham Williams, who was part of PABS, which is Pembrokeshire Association for Voluntary Services, who was moving to Haverford West Football Club when I mentioned the vision meeting that we did for Milford Haven. He, again, was really excited about the thought we could do one with Haverford West. And we're really excited to be launching that on the 30th of September. Uh, like any of these vision meeting events, everybody is welcome. Everybody, anyone that's got an interest or a passion for the train station or the network around the station, ideas about improvements, are more than welcome to join us. And we'll be putting an um, Eventbrite page that people can log on. Just follow us on our social media channels, Southwest Wales Connected and you'll be able to pick up when we launch that event. Yeah, it's a key point that actually everyone's welcome in these conversations and the greater the diversity of different points of view, different stakeholders, people with just an interest in the local area and seeing it flourish, the greatest diversity makes for a stronger conversation and the better outcomes. And we're similarly working in Swansea, again, bringing Transport for Wales who own and manage the land around the station into collaboration with local groups who want growing space or want to create community gardens there's a real opportunity at Swansea station to improve the green infrastructure in, in what is a very sort of city centre busy high traffic area actually some small interventions around green space could make a big difference there not just for the arrival experience but for people living in the local community it's exciting all these different projects a lot to manage yeah, that's an exciting one as well, because our For the Region office is in Swansea train station and sitting there looking at all the sort of disused space and having that conversation with Transport for Wales about the opportunity for what could happen with that and looking at that plot of land that's just been left there for such a long time. 
and just by having a conversation about what can we do with that and then by pulling out a few key individuals from the community about a vision of what we can do well it's evolving evolving and now it's roller coastering so quickly and hopefully we can turn it into a fantastic community garden that'll benefit not only the people that come in and out of the station but there's the hotel the grand hotel nearby it'll be a fantastic bit of outdoor space which they don't have which would be amazing for the guests of the hotel the opportunities are endless and we've only talked about three stations across the network we've got quite a lot of stations <laughs> we have 29 in all so oh, we've well got done. plenty more to, to focus our attention in on you've been talking to the ramblers Jen and yes. uh, I know that if you think about another community rail partnership that most people have heard of that's the Heart of Wales line that starts in Swansea and goes up through Carmarthenshire and they've done a lot around local walks what, what are your conversations with the Ramblers about and what are the opportunities there? Yeah, well, Ramblers Cymru, when I first contacted them, uh, again, in a, a random kind of way, are very keen to engage with a different sort of market away from their traditional Ramblers market. So I've been working with Oliver Wicks from the Ramblers to sort of produce some shorter walks, starting at a station, taking in the town or, or the village, and then having a destination at some point in that for example we've gone from Pembrey and Bury Port Station walking out to Pembrey Country Park where you've got all sorts of outdoor activities at Pembrey and then a lovely walk back the other way you can either retrace your steps or go along the canal path so that's one lovely walk and then there are nice coffee shops and things in the town itself that's just one example and many of the Ramblers Cymru members have sent walks to Ollie and he's been absolutely great in helping with the wayfinding on those walks producing short descriptions Ramblers Cymru have been absolutely fantastic hopefully now in the next couple of weeks we can pull all that together and put those on our web pages under each station and then anyone can access those and and in doing so we're sort of spreading something across the region so not only are we shouting about our own communities but we're saying well maybe you didn't know that this was on offer here short train drive take in the town spend a little bit of money buy a coffee go back on the train we're at that stage where we can start to promote rail travel again safely and, and get economy moving a little bit more now and I think people are really interested in sort of more local tourism aren't we we no. don't want to travel huge distances in no. many cases we're not allowed to but we could all do more to discover the amazing places that are on our doorstep whether you live in Pembrokeshire and you want to know what you could do as a day out if you came east and all those of us living in Swansea and Neath Patel, but do we know how easy it is to get out to some amazing landscapes and beaches and countryside by train and find everything we need when we get there? And I think through lockdown, we've all become a lot more aware of the benefits of our local areas, discovering those kind of hyper-local walks and staying home, staying local has perhaps made us all appreciate what we actually have here. So joining all of that up, promoting it and encouraging people to get out and explore their own region is a big part of it, isn't it, Jen? Yeah, absolutely, because like you say, Dawn, people discovered walks, really hyper-local walks, and, and now we can share those. So, you know, anything that we can share that somebody else can take pleasure in, 
that's got to be good for us all. We're promoting some one of the key pillars of the community rail strategy in doing so and benefiting us all, really. What can be better than be a bit of fresh outdoor rail? So I think people will be picking up on the sort of range of stuff that the Community Rail Partnership will be seeking to deliver over the next couple of years. And we're at the point now where we're just forming our steering group and really um, reaching out to organisations and people and businesses across Southwest Wales. If any of what we've talked about today is of interest to you, if you're thinking, well, actually we could do with a vision meeting in our local town and talk about how we can maximize opportunities locally, then get in touch with us. We'd love to be invited into different uh, towns and villages across the rail network. Or if you'd just like to be involved in any aspect of this conversation, whether you're interested in how we promote the region better to visitors from a tourism perspective, or if you're interested in active travel and perhaps you're already running a number of campaigns or projects, we just want to link everything up. So do get in touch with us. Back to the point about communities and lockdown and the impact that that's had on all of us in our local areas. I'd like to take a moment now to introduce Becky Lloyd. And Becky lives in St. David's in Pembrokeshire. And she is one of our community engagement project leads. And again, here today to talk about a project that we're launching through the Community Rail Partnership called Love This Place. Becky, thanks for joining us. Nice to see you. How are you getting on? Hi there, everybody. I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, lovely to see you all today and to be here talking about this really exciting project and initiative. You want to tell us a little bit about Love This Place, the background of the project and what it's all about, because it's about Bunting and it's about creativity. Tell us more. It is indeed. And really, it all started off before lockdown, actually. I was working on a project which promotes the circular economy. And we'd held a lot of clothes swaps in our community centre in Fishgar. So I was working for Transition Brogwine out of the Gateway Hub. And the volunteers had the clothes swaps. And the one thing we noticed was we had mounds of surplus clothing. And so the issue was, what do we do with all this surplus clothing? It's not waste, it's a valuable resource. And we wanted to highlight that. So we started upcycling and making things. And then somebody actually asked us for Abijaz if we could make some bunting. And we were thinking about going into local schools to make bunting out of the surplus clothing. And we'd scheduled a few like sessions and then lockdown happened. And we were a bit like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? And so I was chatting on WhatsApp with my volunteers. Some of them had to join because they'd never actually used the internet and stuff before. So it was all quite a learning curve for everybody. We set up a WhatsApp group. We then set up a Facebook group and we just started making bunting in our own home. And we actually were really enjoying it. And we realized, well, we could keep in touch and we didn't have to stress about traveling and meeting at certain times. We could all be doing it from the comfort of our own homes. And it started growing and we only had a few volunteers yet once we started the facebook group more and more people started joining a friend of mine in narbeth who works in a charity shop said this is a wonderful thing that i can do with my volunteers and then i spoke to zoe and dawn here and they were really excited about it and they thought it would be something that for the region could help to promote so they joined on board and we just rolled it out and it became like a regional activity and challenge and it was called Community Bunting Challenge. And the idea was to hang the bunting in your window, in your garden, in your street. And it was a way of 
connecting us. Whilst in lockdown and in isolation, we all felt really connected to each other, more so than we may have normally done in our really busy life. So it was kind of strange sharing pictures of all this beautiful bunting, chatting to people. We got the idea that when shops would reopen again, that we would gift the bunting to shops. And the ladies in fish garden did it. Well, it was amazing. When the town opened, all these amazing pieces of bunting they'd made, they gifted it to the shops, hung it all up in every shop window, took pictures, shared them. And it was just brilliant. And it was a really good way of promoting the circular economy as well, because one of the ladies did a poster to highlight the whole point of fast fashion and buying less and sustainability so it was brilliant and we kind of hung it all up but then I started thinking there was more scope anyway because one of the things that the ladies in Fishguard and Goodick did was they hung some bunting on the walkway to the station and it was inspired by VE Day and it was lovely it had a message on it it said we'll meet again and so there was this idea of hanging up bunting in stations and we were also thinking about the sense of place and people wanting to celebrate their local area, their newfound love for their local area because they'd been stuck in it and suddenly realised how connected they felt to it. And I think as well, people who couldn't visit that area felt this connection as well. So the scope for even if you don't live in an area, you can still take part in love this place because you could even be living in America and you love or you've got family in Southwest Wales and you could make a piece of bunting and send it into us and the idea is that everybody will make a single piece of bunting which celebrates their love for the place or their connection with the place and it's just really amazing how the bunting is a sim it's like a metaphor for connection so it's it's just perfect for kind of celebrating our railway network and our stations up and down the southwest wales line because bunting traditionally would have been something people would have hung in stations and for celebrations so it's a really good feel good kind of thing and I think there is a lot of positivity and excitement uh, we've been through a really difficult time we've been really challenged but we found new ways of working and the fact that you can have zoom meetings and chat to people anywhere and you're not wasting all that time traveling it, it is amazing so it kind of frees us up and because we've got this free time and we're not traveling and commuting so much, we are able to go for that little walk in our local area. Um, and then that's improving our well-being and our sense of connection with the place. Love this place, I think, is something that we can roll out and get people involved in everywhere. And it's so simple. All you have to do, as long as it's textile based, and we love the idea of upcycling. So have a look in your you know, in your drawers and people were making buntings of, out of old pairs of jeans, old cotton summer dresses. You can applique things together, quilt things, stitch things, embroider things, sew, knit, crochet. People do felting. This, oh, it's, it's absolutely endless. So I think really the scope is as long as it is textile based and you think about upcycling, we really don't want people to buy new things make a piece of bunting and it, I keep doing this it does not have to be a triangle I think think outside the box what we've said as long as it fits in an A4 piece of paper then anything goes really it's an expression of 
how you feel. So I'm sure by not giving people an exact idea, the creativity will really flow. And I think it's something that children, families, older people, groups, anybody can get involved in. So hopefully it's really accessible to everybody. It's a lovely project. And I mean, it's amazing what you managed to achieve with your community bunting challenge, because I think, Becky, you made a mile of bunting. We set out to make a mile of bunting and we actually achieved it with everybody, all these little groups right across the county and as far as Swansea, we added it all up and we surpassed a mile, which is incredible, yeah. It is an incredible amount of community engagement, which is really exciting to see. But it, it brought to light, as you say, the way people are feeling about their local places during lockdown. Bunting, as you say, a way to celebrate our local places. It's a, it's a symbol of celebration, a sort of a metaphor for connection, as you said. And so the evolution of that into Love This Place is really what we're hoping to create, I think, over time, Becky, is essentially a piece of artwork that celebrates all the hyper-local places right across our region, generated by members of the community and whoever is interested in submitting a piece of bunting. We'll stitch it all together and that in itself will demonstrate how amazingly diverse and how loved our region is and we're hoping to take that as a sort of mobile exhibition, aren't we, across the rail network and sort of celebrate all the local places so it's a really exciting project and hopefully we'll get loads of people involved what are your next steps with it okay well we've got some posters that that have been designed by a local girl actually who initially designed the poster anna and then evie's taken that um and redesigned it so that it fits for the whole region which is fantastic and we're just going to start rolling it out on Facebook because we found that Facebook was a really good way of engaging with communities. So we're just going to get in touch with community groups right up and down. So anybody who's interested in getting involved, there's going to be a poster online. You can share that on your networks and the address to send the bunting is at the end of the poster. So just, the, I think, yeah, just, just start making bunting and, and just have some fun with it really. All the details for that bunting challenge are on our website at southwestwales.co and information about all the other projects that we've been talking about today. And I think it's interesting to be launching a new organisation, the Community Rail Partnership, trying to really get into communities and get people involved and celebrating and working together to promote their local places. And there's a huge range of projects that we've got in the pipeline and ideas that we've got, but it's all about co-production and co-creation. So we really want as many people to make contact with us and be part of the partnership as we take some of these ideas forward. And thinking more strategically, longer term, there's a huge amount of work to do by Welsh Government and the local authorities in joining up transport planning and transport strategy for South West Wales. One of the key infrastructure projects that's talked about a lot and probably needs more community engagement and for us all to be thinking about is this idea of the South West Wales Metro. How do we improve the transport infrastructure that serves our region? And that's really very much in alignment with what we at For the Region really care about, promoting a flourishing future for the whole region. And through the Community Rail Partnership, we're hoping to encourage the local authorities and the government 
who are making decisions about these major infrastructure projects to listen to communities and what people need and get a wide variety of input from businesses and from local groups. And the Community Rail Partnership will be a vehicle through which we can do that. So uh, hopefully that's given you a real flavour of what we're up to. And as I say, really delighted to introduce Jennifer, who is the Community Rail Officer and should be your main point of contact if you'd like to pick up on any of the things that we've talked about today. And if you're interested in Haverford West or Milford Haven or a new community garden at Swansea train station, then definitely get in touch because those conversations are happening and we'd love to hear from you. So I think that's it from us for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Build Back Better. We'll be back again next week with another conversation about the future of South West Wales and what we can all do collectively to make change happen. Thanks very much for listening. Bye for now.